listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap from the SBS newsroom for this Thursday, the 10th of February 2022. Later, US inflation figures are out later tonight. We'll take a look at how that will impact the market. But first, how much money do you think you need to spend to have a comfortable retirement? So comfortable means having already paid off your mortgage, but also going on the occasional holiday and being able to go out for a meal, for example. Well, the Association of Superannuation Funds of Australia says a couple needs to spend $64,771 per year for a comfortable retirement. And for singles, that figure is 45962 Both of those up around about 1.5% on the previous quarter. And what's making it more expensive? Well, it's pretty much inflation. So for more, Sarah Conti spoke with ASFA Deputy CEO, Glenn McGray. So the key finding of this report is that retirees are finding it hard in terms of cost of the living pressures at the moment. Uh, it's a triple whammy and there's three main factors, health costs, uh, food costs and petrol costs. Uh, and all those factors mean that the amount you need to have a comfortable standard has increased for a couple you're looking at about 65,000. Uh, and for a single person, you're looking at about 46,000. So what's your advice to anyone who's grappling with the impacts of inflation at the moment? Absolutely. Look, it is tough, retirees in particular on fixed incomes. Uh, and it's fair to say petrol prices are particularly high at the moment, nearly $2 a litre across Australia. I suppose my key advice at the moment is just to uh, be careful with your expenditure, uh, to also, you know, uh, make sure that you can shop around. Um, but look, the reality here is uh, the best thing people can do uh, is when they're not retired or they're approaching retirement is to look at their super and try and chip in a little bit more. The reality here is the more you have in super, the more you can deal with some of these issues such as inflationary pressures or one-off costs uh, and, and leads to a better retirement. Sarah Conti there speaking with ASFA Deputy CEO Glenn McRae. From uh, superannuation, let's take a closer look at the share market. And we were talking about inflation and that is still filtering through or impacting the way the market is trading. The S&P ASX 200 today up by a third of a percent to 7,288. The market and investors really looking to tonight's US inflation result. For more on that and how the market and what the market expects, I spoke with Julia Lee from Berman Invest. Julia, shares are up today. Why? We saw a positive lead from the US overnight, and it's great to see investors shifting their focus from rising interest rates to earnings season. And earnings have been relatively good today. We've seen NAB's result out beating expectations, and that's helped the big four banks higher. We've also seen the miners gaining ground with the material space on positive ground, but it's the tech space where we've seen the strongest gain, the tech space up by almost 3%, and companies like Square gaining as much as 10% during the session. So all in all, a good day for the Aussie share market, but the peak was really seen at the beginning of the session. I think the market's also really waiting for these US inflation numbers that are coming out later tonight. I think they're expecting something around about 7.3, which would be something like a 40-year high. To what extent is the market hanging on these figures and what does it mean for investing going forward? 
These inflation numbers are so important because they dictate how much the market thinks interest rates will rise and also how quickly they will rise. The White House has already come out to say that it does expect to see a high year-on-year figure. And as you mentioned, Ricardo, the consensus is for a 7.3% gain, the highest in 40 years. The month-on-month numbers are going to be important as well. A rise of half a percent is expected. And the key here is that we see a moderation in terms of the month-on-month gain, and that would be a positive for risk assets. Okay, profit reporting season rolls on. What caught your attention and why? Today is all about the finance space. We've seen so many companies in the finance space reporting. The best one, of course, being NAB. It's come out with a quarterly number and it has the best JAWS out of the big four, so the best of breed. Now, JAWS is just the difference between income and expenses. We've seen income rising 8%, but expenses only rising 2%, which means a positive JAWS of 6%. So NAB shares doing well. We've also seen a positive uh, response from AMP, despite its very big loss, but on the flip side, ASX shares trading down lower after CEO Dominic Stevens said he's looking to retire. And we are entering a higher interest rate environment. I, I think the consensus is, is that we'll see a higher rates towards the end of this year potentially, right? So given that, and given the sell-off that we saw in January, are there any opportunities at the moment? What are you looking at? I think what's been surprising is how quickly the market has bounced back from the losses that we saw in January. January, the market lost more than 6%, but in February to date so far, the market's gained 4.5% in a very short period of time. And that's as investors move from focusing in on uh, rising interest rates to earnings. So I think in the short term, earnings are going to be very important. And next week, it's going to be all about the big miners, BHP Billiton, Fortescue, Woodside Petroleum, Santos, all reporting results. But I suspect that after reporting season, it's going to be once again a focus on interest rates. And for investors, I think that means trimming those companies that are unprofitable and instead focusing in on those companies that are growing, profitable and paying dividends. That is Julia Lee there from Berman Invest. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.